How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi. Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower, presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Today is uh, Tuesday, June 1st. This is the day after a long Memorial Day. What did you do over the weekend? Well, Derek had an opportunity to drop uh, Hannah Grace off at the uh, – she's going to be at Ole Miss for a month. I think I've mentioned on the show, uh, part of the Trent Lott Leadership Program. Uh, so she's there for a month, dropped her off. So anytime you get to go to Oxford, it's a good time. And then I saw you had a family birthday party over the weekend. A little, uh, like a one-year-old birthday party. A little one-year-old birthday. Nothing like those uh, throwdowns at the one-year-old birthday party. One-year birthday, one-year-old birthday parties. But anyway, got to see some family and stuff like that. And then yesterday, man, just, a, just a, an easy day. Memorial Day, just, uh, you know, no grilling, no swimming, anything like that. I uh, hung out with friends for a little while, but uh, just pretty easy day, and, and Evelyn ran around with her older siblings out of town. She's just kind of living it up right now, so she'll be quite spoiled after a week of, uh, of just being her. I uh, didn't do much. Of course, did the normal yard work thing. on try to knock it out of the way early on Saturday. Got that done. Uh, went to the Grizzlies game. Yep, we did do that. Yeah, Saturday night. Uh, of course, it was a loss, but uh, good atmosphere, good crowd. Uh, just couldn't quite pull it off, and it looks like they're probably going to go down to Utah. But young team, uh, so uh, again, that was that was enjoyable. And then yeah, yesterday just you know took some time, uh, just yeah didn't do much, hung around the house, and you know just try to remember. Of course, did take time to remember what the day was for. Um, I know I saw a couple people had gone uh, that I knew uh, went to cemeteries. Uh, I think that uh, people, a couple people in Natchez had done that too, and uh, just do well, they've got a national cemetery in Natchez, and I know they have one up in Carville. So just a uh, you know just a a somber day, uh, but also time to take time to take family and time to unwind and you know get started for the week. Yeah, I noticed. I, I, I'm able to see on Instagram now with our UTW podcast Instagram. I saw more uh, you know reverent posts and stuff like that. People uh, definitely posting those things, but but opportunities to uh, you know tell their kids about what the day's about and, and stuff. So that we definitely uh, did that and, and spent some time doing that uh, as well. But I definitely I did see those uh, postings and stuff, which made me feel pretty good because it uh, you know it, it seemed to outnumber the you know pool picks and stuff like that, uh, which I thought was a good thing. Of course, also. Matt, we had a different music at the beginning of the show, uh, kind of teasing what we're going to talk about at the end of the show. Uh, you know, instead of sports, we're going to be uh, looking, delving into, uh, I guess, the top five songs from our year and then maybe even a special surprise with a couple other songs. Uh, so really looking forward to the show coming up. Graduation year. Graduation, graduation, graduation year. Yeah, what did so I say? You said our year. Oh, okay. Our graduation <laughs> our graduation. Year. Year, I had so. the word graduation. Yeah, there, so you 93, me 96. That's coming up at the end of the show, but uh, that's a little tease uh, there. The, the first, the opening song, a little bit of a tease, and uh, we'll probably be getting texts from this next gentleman who's going to be our 2021 presenting sponsor, Mr. Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team for well over a decade in DeSoto County when it comes to residential real estate. They have over 25,000 closings since 2009 on the buying and selling side of residential real estate. They are ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means they are available anytime you need them. Now's a perfect time to call Team Couch of Birch Realty Group because they are offering a free, no-obligation market analysis. That's a free, no-obligation market analysis. They can look at your home, what's going on within a mile radius of your home, what homes are listing for, what homes are selling for, all the different comps. They can educate you on the real estate market here in DeSoto County. With the real estate market being as hot as it is right now, a lot of people have decided to go into the market alone. Now's the time to use a realtor. They can help you with multiple offers on your home. They can help you work through contracts with your home. Derek, the stuff we talked about two weeks ago about the Arbor Arbor Point or the Copper Leaf Copper thing. Leaf. Yeah, that's the time to have a realtor, someone that can help you know more about the different situations, know more about the contracts. It can help you wade through the busy, very hot DeSoto County market. Give Brian and Terry and their team a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700 or find them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Again, now's the time to give Brian and Terry and their team a call for a free, no obligation market analysis. Their number again, 662-449-1700. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 presenting sponsor. 
Derek, I did see a ton of pics on Instagram, a ton of pics on social media about people grilling, cooking outside. And if your backyard kitchen is in need of help or a new grill or anything like that, stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop. How to Barbecue Right shop is located just 500 yards past Connection Gymnastics on Memphis Street right here in Hernando. This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, and some really cool high-end smokers. If you've ever seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you need to stop by his shop today. Or give them a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find them on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. That's H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to stop by his shop today, right past Connection Gymnastics on Memphis Street. For anything and everything, outdoor cooking, stop by the How to Barbecue Right shop today. Well, Derek, it's about as early as it can be, but it is our first Tuesday of the month, Tuesday, June 1st, our first Alderman meeting of June. Again, the elections will be happening next Tuesday, June 8th, the general elections next Tuesday, June 8th. Thank you again to Andrew Miller and Jarrett Michal for sitting down with us last week, had an opportunity to visit with them. The two candidates running or vying for the seat in uh, War II uh, sat down with us. Derek, we've received some emails and Facebook messages uh, thanking us for that and, and, and really appreciate Jarrett and Andrew coming in. I know you got an email from Jarrett just thanking him. Mm-hmm. Andrew called me personally to thank uh, me for uh, sitting down with him and, and having an opportunity to get his message out there. So, so good luck to both those gentlemen and all the people that are in the general election. This will be the last month with this board. That's right. Be the last month with this board. One so month a lot of days. Yeah. Swinges over. Right. So Mike Mike McClendon will be uh, done as an alderman. Uh, Gary Higdon will be done as an alderman. Uh, Kathy Brooks will be done as an alderman. Uh, so um, Jeff Hobbs. Jeff Hobbs will be uh, you know his time as an, an alderman for now. Uh, you know will come to an end. So just a, a new board taking over July first, uh, and, and also Derek will be a new ma- new mayor. So new this. Mayor. But let's get started. Tell us about tonight's alderman meeting. What's on the agenda? All right. So tonight's alderman meeting, of course, is the last two that Mayor Ferguson will lead uh, for this month. And I'm sure that, you know, one of the things, this is the earliest it could be in a month, obviously. And I'm sure coming off the long weekend, they're pretty excited about it. You know, ready to get to work. Could be a decent meeting tonight, man. I'm really kind of looking forward to it, uh, looking forward to to watching it. Because there's a couple of big items that if they do take place could make it maybe for a decent meeting. Hopefully not as infractious uh, as last meeting when it was two and a half hours long. But we'll we'll find out. The first thing, uh, just a couple of quick things that will happen. The Hernando Chamber of Commerce. Uh, is going to temporarily ask, I mean, ask to temporarily close the streets for the 18th annual Water Tower Festival. So these next two items I'm about to mention, go ahead and mark your calendars. I can't imagine the uh, alderman voting it down. Uh, the Water Tower Festival this year will be September 25th. And then the next one will be a request from the Chamber of Commerce to close the streets for the Christmas Parade. The Christmas Parade this year will be held on December 6th. So again, September 25th for the Water Tower Festival and December the 6th for the Christmas Parade. Is that a Monday night? That's a Monday night. Okay. Next, and this, this is something that, I mean, I'm not going to spend any time really talking about it on Friday, but I do want to mention it right now, kind of a cool item that they always do. And so it says, the authorized the property of the city of Hernando, Mississippi, being a Glock 17, listing the serial number, sidearm be sold to Mr. Roger Swatsna, a police officer with the Hernando Police Department who is a PERS retiree for the amount of $1. So every time a cop retires... Mm-hmm. They uh, sell him his gun that he used during his time, which in this case was a Glock 17, for a dollar to allow him to retire with. I think it's a really cool gesture that yeah, they always absolutely. do. Uh, so that'll be done tonight again. I won't mention that on Friday, but it's kind of a cool thing I wanted uh, the listeners to know that they do. Now, Matt, the next two things, or next, I guess, four agenda items, four to five agenda items, are having to deal with two things. The first one, Madison Lakes PUD. All said. No comment. No comment. That's it. June 1st, of course, we, we told you it was table till now. The next three go together. Uh, and maybe even the next four go together. I'm not sure about the last one. We'll find out. But the next three, uh, number thir- this is item number 13. It says, adopt a resolution declaring that it is necessary for the public good to make a certain special capital improvement in the city of Hernando, Mississippi, describing the lo- location, nature, and extent of the work of said improvement and to provide for the payment of the cost of said improvement by assessment against the properties benefited in accordance with provisions. And he gives the section and, and th- through number. Now you say, well, what in the world does all that mean? It, this is basically saying they're asking for Hernando West. It's finally looking like, because number 14 says it's authorized the mayor to sign the memorandum of agreement with Hernando West Development. So they are allowing the city, or the city will have to vote to allow them to 
specially the assess. A, the, the city is the citizens or the aldermen? The aldermen. The aldermen. Uh, to look to specially assess Hernando West for the sewer project they've been trying to get there for two years. Yes. And so they're finally putting this before the board to see if they'll go ahead and, and you know, uh, to make us, for the public good, that they're adding the sewer line. They're going to have to take out some kind of bond or some type of uh, loan to get it. But then the, the repayment for that will be only assessed to the people that will eventually live in Hernando West. And, of course, until they actually start moving in there, it'll be the developer paying for the Correct. special yes. assessments on the property. So kind of a, a special property tax, a special assessment uh, on just the property in Hernando West. So number 14 talks about the memor- memorandum of agreement with Hernando West. And then number 15 says for the uh, mayor to sign the escrow agreement with Hernando West Development uh, LLC. So, again, Three items in a row having to deal with Hernando West. Hopefully they get it settled. We can start developing over there. I'm sure the developers are ready to go. Uh, hopefully the city, the board will understand kind of what's going on. And then the new board can come in with that process already in start, uh, started. Now, number 16, may or may not be going along with that. Uh, and I'm only throwing this on here because it says, authorize the city attorney to prepare a sewer easement for execution by David Lasseter and authorize the payment of $3,000 for a sewer easement from David Lasseter. It is a sewer easement. It could be completely different. Sure. Uh, but it could also have to do with trying to get the, the easement up the road from the lift station for Hernando West. I'm not sure. We'll find out tonight. Uh, the next one is just a uh, authorized to apply for the U.S. Department of Transportation raise grant for bike and pedestrian improvements. So they're going to be trying to get an, uh, another uh, grant for bike improvements, pedestrian improvements as part of the Hernando Master Bike Plan. Uh, the next one is for the uh, adopt a resolution by the city of Hernando supporting the rebuilding of America infrastructure with sustainability and equity grant. So again, uh, another grant for another the grant. multi-use pathways and bike lanes. So again, trying to bring more of the pedestrian uh, to Hernando. Uh, then there is a looks like they're going to be doing some paving, Matt. Uh, there's going to be a lowest and best bid from Lehman Roberts for asphalt paving for McInvale Road and Caffey Street. So two spots on there. Uh, I think it's two different spots. I don't think they right. actually cross. Uh, McInvale Road will get a section, and Caffey Street will get a section. And then the last one, uh, authorize the mayor to sign a contract with Energy to put security lights at Kirkendall Park for seven lights, and this is called option number two. So obviously there were seven options, and this must have been the lowest option, for the sports and fitness walking tracks. So I'm going to add some security lights there at the track, like it, of yeah. course, with the clear out that we talked about last week. So again, just a lot of Good information. It sounds like there's several things trying to get started with bike lanes, pedestrian lanes, uh, lights for the parks, as well as a potential discussion of uh, Madison Lakes, as always, and then uh, hopefully the start of Hernando West. Looking forward to Friday's updates on the meeting. Uh, good luck to the men and women tonight uh, work, working through. Again, uh, you know, several uh, people will be uh, working the last two meetings of their career as alderman and, and, and as mayor right now. So uh, good luck to you guys, and thank you for your service. Let's move up to South Haven. We're going to go up north, go straight up 55, and, and talk about the city of South Haven. What's on their agenda for this week? All right, so they've got about three or four things I want to mention. The first, um, they're going to author the authorization to apply for American Rescue Plan funds. This is uh, American Rescue Plan funds. So this is some of the funds from the trillions of dollars that have been allocated. Uh, not sure, of course, you know, they do a good job of putting a packet together with like the planning commission portions of the meeting. But on this one, it was just kind of a blank page that said apply for American Rescue Funds. So I'm looking forward to kind of find out what that's about, how much they're applying for. If it's just a general, you know, okay, we want to accept the money that's been allocated to us or if there's something more specific. So we'll have that for you on Friday. Uh, the next one is approval of revised facilities use policy. Now, Matt, they have a uh, facilities use policy. I'm kind of showing it up to you. Basically, what you can rent out uh, the different things for, uh, like the South Haven and Reed and the Snowden House and the Snowden Pavilion. Uh, you mean prices or what you can do there? No, prices. Prices, gotcha. Uh, so the arena would be a, uh, $2,500 per day if you wanted to rent the arena. Okay. The Snowden House, $1,250 per day if you want to do it for like a wedding or an event or something like that. I think that's going like up. That. I think that used to be a lot lower. Yeah, that's probably why they're having to have it approved. Uh, Snowden Pavilion, $250 per day if you want to use the pavilion at Snowden Park. And then the Snowden Grove and Green Book Field, $100 per field for 90 minutes. So you can rent it. So if you need to rent a field to practice on or whatever, it's $100 per field for 90 minutes. Wow. And then the soccer fields, one field is $300 for 90 minutes. $300 for 90 minutes. Now, maybe because there's less fields to, to use and there are baseball fields. Uh, and then, of course, it kind of goes through, you know, the, the different sessions that can be done. Tournaments, uh, it'll be $150 per registered team if you want to play a tournament uh, at the park. A $10,000 minimum, though. So if you're going to hold a tournament, you got to guarantee the city at least $10,000. Uh, tryouts, $1,000 for three days of tryouts at two hours each day. 
and then camps and clinics. You can rent out two fields for $100 per field. So again, a lot of things, uh, this is kind of setting the agenda of what they're going to start charging going forward. Now that they have new soccer fields, they had to obviously put pricing on those and kind of relooking at the other uh, items that they have in the city to be able to rent by the citizens. Very interesting. I mean, you know, like you said, it's available to anybody to rent and and do, but they're proud of it and they work hard to to have them and and make them. Every uh, hour that the fields aren't being used, they could be used by somebody else. That's right. You know, very interesting. uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, think about that. Every time a tournament comes to Snowden, which is basically every weekend between now and August, um, that's $10,000 minimum just for the renting of the fields, not to mention all the hotel rooms and and that kind of thing the city's bringing in. So just a great job by the city of South Haven uh, with their their rec department. Uh, The next, there's five planning items. I'm only going to discuss three of them. Uh, the first item number one, uh, this is the application by R&W Developers LLC now for design review approval of a mixed-use building to be located at the south side of Nail Road, west of Getwell and DeSoto Central. This is the one we mentioned last time. Remember, they had it approved for that. Now they're bringing the plans. This is the U-shaped building with the pool in the middle, yeah. condo loft apartment. So now they're actually bringing that design. That will be discussed tonight. Next one, Matt, Whataburger. You like a Whataburger? Oh, yeah, Whataburger. They're going, in front of the old, going at the old TJ Fridays in front of the Malco. Right. So, actually, there's two locations, Matt. They are asking for two locations. Okay. Applications of Whataburger restaurants for design review approval for two buildings. On the northwest corner of Goodman Road at Malco Boulevard, like you mentioned. Yeah. And then another spot on the west side of Getwell Road, south of Goodman Road, in the Snowden Farms PUD. So, right there at Silo Square. Right. Doesn't sound like it's part of Silo Square. I think it's just north of Silo Square, part of the, the remaining farmland, Snowden right. Grove farmland. Uh, but it uh, looks like that will be just north of Silo Square. They're going to be looking to put a second Whataburger restaurant in South Haven. A second Whataburger? Hold on. A second Whataburger? Or are they just getting whichever one gets approved, they'll start there? It looks like there's two. I mean, it says it says application for the northwest corner and an application for the west side of Getwell Road, south of Goodman Road. I would say they're going to get approval for both and see which one costs a certain that, situation. You may be right. Yeah, you may I be think right. they're still demographically working on that one. Okay, so I mean, they, that's, that would be a little bit of aggressive. That's a lot of that's a lot of Whataburgers. <laughs> yeah, never been in the Mid South before. Hey, let's open up two locations <laughs> with a mile. Yeah, the, the the thing is, I think I was about ten years old, eight or ten years old when I had my first Whataburger. Yeah, visited my aunt who was living in Houston, and we went pulled through there. Did not had no idea what a Whataburger was and never heard of it. Right. Pulled up, of course, it says what a burger, you yeah. know. And so I'm, as a kid, I'm like, oh, that's really cool how they did that. And uh, we had somebody who was uh, not it was very hard for them to speak English. Uh, that was taking our order through the drive-thru. One of the funniest experiences of my life sure. as a kid. Remember them trying to say the word Whataburger uh, and then us responding back. So, again, just a great restaurant if you've ever had one. Fantastic burger. Uh, so, again, maybe one to two restaurants coming in South Haven looking for approval tonight. The last one uh, is an application by Marketplace Investments, LLC, for subdivision approval to revise Plum Point Villages, Lot 14, on the north side of Church Road, West of 55. So this is just, you know, where the uh, uh, American Home Store is right there? Yeah, sure. Uh, on like Pepper Chase mm-hmm. Drive, and then there's like a maybe a Waffle House or something. All right, so it's the lot closest to the interstate. Okay. So the whole interstate, they're looking to subdivide. It looks like into a 14A and 14B. They're kind of subdividing that. So it looks like something may be coming right there on the corner, you know, the closest lot, to commercial lot to the interstate on the west side of 55 at Church Road. So kind of uh, interesting to see what they say about that tonight. And that's considered a certain district, so they're very student- – pretty strenuous on what goes in that area right it's a minor lot subdivision so yeah this will be part of, and then all that was plum point at one time huge area of course the plum point subdivisions on the east side of 55 on the other side of the tanger outlet uh but yeah so it's going to be can't imagine what it's going to be especially that close to the interstate and then finally of course the mayor's report which he doesn't go into until you know he doesn't kind of list what he's going to talk about but we'll look for you know his comments on that tonight yeah, the mayor does a, such a good job in the uh, the mayor reports each and every meeting, kind of talk about the state of the city. What seems to be every every two weeks, he's giving you updates about what's the, what the city's doing. So good luck to the leaders of Hernando tonight. Good luck to the leaders of South Haven as they work through city business. We definitely appreciate you. Uh, definitely a thankless job, but we appreciate you giving uh, of your first and third Tuesdays every month uh, to keep the cities rolling. We really appreciate it. Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local state farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 662-429-5213. Again, 662-429-5213. 
or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Are you searching for someone to weekly mow your lawn? Are you searching for someone to help you with an outside project? Now's the time to call Richard Williams and his team at Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's weekly mowing, bi-monthly mowing, monthly mowing, also offers leaf removal, tree trimming, spring cleanups, anything you can think of outside. If you have a project that you can't handle, give Richard and his team a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855 or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. North Point Christian School is experiencing extremely high interest and enrollment activity. To meet the interest, the school will have an open house on Sunday, June 13th at 2 p.m. North Point was just voted DeSoto's Best Middle School and DeSoto's Best High School by the DeSoto Times Tribune. Come and see why they have been voted best. And come see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes continue to make North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. As North Point continues to enroll for the 2021-2022 school year, some grades are getting close to capacity. Don't delay. Check out North Point and save your spot today. Contact Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. Or her email, s-s-h-e-r-o-n at ncstrojans.com to register for June 13th, Preview the Point Admissions Event. Podcast brought to you by Magical Destinations of Hernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, National Parks, Gulf Coast Getaways, or Tropical Getaways, Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here under the water tower. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. If your summer travel plans are stressing you out, please give Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher a call. Again, Magical Destinations Unlimited at 662-469-6304. As we do each and every Tuesday, time for our DeSoto County Fact of the Week, provided to us by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum right here in Hernando, off Commerce Street, across from Area 51 Ice Cream. Derek, Derek somebody asked me the other day if Area 51 was a, was a sponsor of ours, and I said uh, they, they are not a sponsor of ours yet, but we definitely give them pub every yeah, Tuesday. De- definitely need to be. Yeah, definitely need to be. Uh, so, if you, you know, Area 51. So be sure and talk to those owners. Uh, they can reach out to us if they'd like to be an advertiser because they kind of already are on our Tuesday shows. But DeSoto County Fact of the Week provided to us by Rob Long of the DeSoto County Museum, open every Tuesday. Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5. That's Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5. Uh, wonderful displays, wonderful exhibits, uh, all about the Soto County, a number of different things uh, you know, throughout the Mid-South. But Derek, this uh, fact of the week you told me is going to be music related because we are going to be teasing again. We're going to be doing the top five songs from our graduation years, 1993 and 1996, coming up in just a moment. But before that, tell me this week's DeSoto County Fact of the Week. As you said, the music thing was going to continue throughout this show. And in 1973, entertainer Jerry Lee Lewis bought a 15-room house on 30 acres of land on Malone Road near Pleasant Hill. The reported cost of the house, which included a five, which includes a five-acre lake, was $180,000. He bought the house from W.C. Jenny Jr., who was president of a construction company at the time, who had built the house in 1966. So it's a seven-year-old house. The house had 8,000 square feet, six full baths, six bedrooms, three living rooms, a kitchen, and a den. Uh, Mrs. Colleen Engel with Barry Bridgeforth Realty was the closing agent. Uh, the killer added a piano-shaped swimming pool and improved the barn and the stables that were on the property. People from all over the world have come to visit uh, the ranch, including Johnny Cash, Chris Christopherson, uh, and Waylon Jennings. It is now a museum. The home features tours by appointment. And Lewis, who is now 86, is the last 
last man standing of the famous Million Dollar Quartet. Matt, can you name the four singers of the famous Million Dollar Quartet? Elvis, Johnny Cash, Jerry Lee Lewis. It's always the last one. This is the last one. Go. Carl Perkins. Ah, then Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. Carl Perkins. Every t- yeah, every, 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 everybody's like, uh, Carl Perkins. Okay, maybe it's a trio plus the other guy. <laughs> no offense to Carl Perkins. Uh, so, again, he's the last man standing, 86 years old. But, you know, so it is a museum now. So if anybody's ever interested, you do have to set an appointment. Uh, do have to go on it. But it is being raised. I think they actually had a benefit out there a couple of weeks ago, uh, earlier in May, where they were trying to raise money to make improvements to the house and that sort of thing. So, again, uh, just a wonderful thing. If you've never been by it, it's on Malone Road. Uh, between Bahelia and Pleasant Hill. So if you go uh, where the um, kind of where the new 69 passes over Malone Road, it's just north of there right. uh, on the west side of the road. A beautiful piece of property. The house, of course, is aging. Used to have a uh, like a wooden fence. People used to put graffiti sure. all over it. Uh, I think they now changed it to a wrought iron fence, so you can't graffiti it anymore. Um, and I, man, another uh, interesting thing, when my uh, in-laws bought their house in Bridgetown in 1990, when they bought the house, or maybe when they bought it, when they were looking for it, uh, one of his cars was parked in their garage, in the garage of the house that they end up buying in, in Bridgetown, uh, trying to uh, hide it from the tax man. Oh, wow. Trying to hide it from the tax man back in 1990. Uh, one of, uh, it was some, some kind of a sports car. I can't remember what it was, but it was parked in their garage uh, because the house was on sale, trying to make sure that nobody knew it was there. So pretty interesting story. Yeah, definitely an interesting story. I, I never knew that, so that sounds pretty neat. Thanks, Rob, for the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. Again, always a good fact of the week they give to us. Please visit the DeSoto County Museum 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, right across from Area 51 Ice Cream and Blue Ribbon Cleaners or Bancorp South, right there on Commerce Street, uh, the museum. Museum is an absolute asset to uh, our community here in Hernando. And if you can hear our voice, uh, DeSoto County wide, be sure and bring your friends and family to the DeSoto County Museum. Derek, before we get to our next ad, keeping things music related, this Thursday, so we're saying this because it's, it's part of our DeSoto County shout outs on Friday, but this Thursday, the Chamber of Commerce, Hernando Chamber of Commerce, sunset on the square, 7 to 9 p.m. on Thursday night, right out there uh, at the historic Hernando Square. The Amber McCain Band, the Amber McCain Band, will be will kick off for the first time in two years sunset on the square here uh, all throughout june every thursday through june so congratulations for the to the chamber of commerce for getting that pulled off this thursday uh, get out enjoy the weather enjoy family time 7 to 9 p.m this thursday so i uh, look forward to that for sure derek something else on the historic hernando square the hernando farmers market the hernando farmers market was back this week and will be there every saturday morning May 1st through October, the Hernando Farmer's Market will be on the historic Hernando Square from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh, local experience. For more information on the Hernando Farmer's Market, you can call Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director for the city, at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. Again, that's Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director for the city of Hernando. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419, again 662-892-8419, or visit them at their website at greenkingspray.com. They're my spray service, they should be your spray service, and remember, if you want it green, call the king. Podcast brought to you by DeSoto Family Dental Care. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Paroli, and Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and now Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. 
An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process from beginning to end. You can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with a relaxing, personalized dental care. Visit their office today to see the difference or give them a call 662-429-5239. That's 662-429-5239. They are the official dentist of the UTW podcast and they should be yours. Stop by today for the DFDC difference. Well, Derek, we started to kind of tease it. What we're going to do during the month of June when sports has begun to slow, sports from a high school standpoint are over, uh, end of May and the whole month of June. We're going to talk about some different things uh, kind of uh, pertaining to you and I, maybe let people get to know us a little bit more. Uh, some people may actually turn their radios off. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but we're going to have some fun, get to know our, uh, us a little bit better. And something I challenge you to do, said we do it on Tuesday. Uh, and I had, I had several people see me over the weekend and said, man, looking forward to that. That's kind of funny because – Again, kind of nostalgic stuff right here, uh, what we're about to talk about. Derek graduated from high school in 1993 from Cathedral High School, the Green Wave? The Green Wave. Cathedral Green Wave, senior. We should have, what we should have done is we should have put up our senior pictures. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> No, I Our graduation I pictures. Like, uh, just uh, yeah, I'm, I'm you know partially colorblind, and you do not want to see what I had on. The uh, maroon sport coat did not go. Wait, away. wait, wait, wait! I'm confused. You, you just had a, a gown on. You just had your gown on. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, and I grad. No, yeah. well, the, our senior pictures in our, in our yearbook, though, were actually like the senior photo shoots. Yeah. It was bad. It was really bad. Um, so it's okay though. Look, hey, hey, it was it was a time. It was it was a time in our life. It was a period. It was uh, but it was a poor choice by Derek. I got you. Poor choice. And then I graduated in 1996 from Franklin High School in Franklin, Louisiana. So, but we're going to do right now. We're going to run through the top five songs, Billboard chart top five songs from our graduation year. We're going to start 1993 Cathedral Green Wave graduate Derek Bingling. What was the number five song? In the Billboard charts, 1993. Matt, the number five song for 93 was Freak Me by the R&B group Silk. And and again, this is going to be for the year, not just this week. Yeah, for for the year. uh, For the year 1993, Freak Me by Silk. Uh, This was their highest song. As they had uh, ever on the chart, it was number two, number one for two weeks that year. You know, we talk about kids' music now. Yeah. But in 1983, there was a song called Freak Me on the radio. Yeah, I mean, every I, 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 other I look, song. Actually, of the five songs, yeah. this is probably my favorite song. <laughs> and it was, uh, un, un, since this is a family show, not yes, going yes. to go through the lyrics. Yes. Uh, but it was an uh, interesting song, a yeah. song that, much like the song Do Me, uh, yeah. I would sing in the car, and my mother didn't really listen to the words. So right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, but Freak Me by Silk. Riding five. around in your, gray, in your gray station wagon, maroon interior, yes. listening yes. to Belle Biv DeVoe. Yes, and Silk. And Silk. Actually, in 93, it was swapped. It was a maroon exterior with a yeah, gray yeah, interior. Said. Yeah, so uh, yes, that, that okay, is correct. Okay, so num- that was number five. Silk. Uh, I mean, come on, the name of the band Silk. I mean, let's be honest. Silk, Silk Freak Me, definitely their largest hit for sure. Um, all right, the number four song, 1993, was what? Janet Jackson, that's the way love goes. Okay, I, I'm just I'm gonna go out here. I might, might get in a little trouble for saying this. I'm not a Janet Jackson fan, and I thought she was very overrated. Uh, I did like the Rhythm Nation sound. Okay. If you remember that, I actually, I'm pretty sure I bought that cassette, the Rhythm yeah. Nation cassette. But uh, that's the way love goes. Not not a fan of the song. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of. This is like the time when she was switching from being more of a. You know, Rhythm Nation had a lot of good beats. You yeah. know, kind of fast. This was more of a sensual song. Uh, so she was kind of switching to that mode of her life. Not not one of my favorites. Not one of my favorites. <laughs> Number three, 1993 was what? All right. So this was a. <laughs> Poor remake. When you have to start uh, explaining. Yeah, well, this is a poor remake of a wonderful Elvis song. Uh, okay. Elvis sang this song, I believe, in like 61. Okay. Uh, Can't Help Falling in Love yeah. by UB40. God, that was huge, though. That song was huge. Oh, it was huge, but just a, a I mean, Elvis, so much better version. You know, the original was so much better. Uh, this is by UB40, Can't Help Falling in Love. Uh, and Matt, did you know this is something I was looking up? This was actually, the the tune was from a, a 19, 1784 popular french love song okay. that's where the tune came from so uh, elvis stole it elvis stole the tune <laughs> or like maybe whoever you know came up and wrote the song stole the tune uh, but then ub40 did it in uh 93 and again not a, not fan. a good song <laughs> not, not a good, a good song. song it's just not a good song number two 1993 is what uh this is one of those uh what do they call them the um the earworms that just get on you just, and you can yeah. probably stuck with you the entire 93 maybe even carried 94 
Whoop, there it is. Yeah. Oh, Whoop, there still it is by tag team. We heard it at the Grizzlies game the last two weeks. Heard it at the Grizzlies game, and I'm pr- pretty sure they have now changed it to a Geico commercial yeah. where it was Scoop, there Scoop it is. Yeah, yeah, Scoop, yeah. Uh, and again, great commercial. Sure. Uh, hopefully, y'all have all seen it. Uh, I think the, the mom is scooping some ice cream for right. the kid. Uh, they The tag team, at what, 60 years old or whatever yeah. they are, start singing. I think she's making dinner, and it's like, what are you waiting for? Tag team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tag team. And she, she's getting the, the dessert out with right. the scoop. And so they start hitting the scoop. There it is. Change the word. Adding some chocolate sprinkles and stuff. The dad comes in and looks shocked at yeah. first. He's fully Jumps into right it. Yeah. My favorite part of the commercial is at the end when the kids are mortified and they're doing the kid and play. Yep. The kid and play, kicking the leg back and touching in the middle. Fantastic. But that's it. I mean, that, that's how I picture you and Lisa's uh, kitchen. I mean, if tag team was the, the tag team hitting the, the scoop. Does there Lisa know how to do the kid and play? No. No, <laughs> I I don't even know if she knows who's kid and play. If I yes, said she does. if I said name two you know characteristics about kid and play, everybody knows. Number one, the dance. Number two, the high top fade. Yeah, she would not be able to tell you that. Okay. I, I'm pretty certain she would not be able to tell you that. I'm looking forward to her listening to this episode and, and letting <laughs> us know. But yeah, kid and play movie house party. House party was great. Great, uh, great yeah. movie. The original was really good. All right, yeah. so uh, my 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 year will be coming up in just a second, 1996. But the number one Billboard song in 1996 is what? Something we've already covered on this show before, and I mean, this is you know, obviously this was it. It was 14 weeks at number one that year. Is that good? 14, is this 14 weeks. Yeah, good? 14 out of 52. That's a pretty decent percentage. I think I know what it is. Go ahead. 14 weeks. Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Huge song. Just tremendous. Still a fantastic song. Oh. Can never be sung by anybody. I know people have tried to sure. sing it, have tried to cover it. Cannot be sung by anybody else. Whitney Houston for all for forever for always. Right. Um, I, would you, you? You probably would agree with me. The best part of that song is the huge drum beat, doom, when she hits the note. You know, and then and and then I'm not gonna try it oh, again. Like, yeah, that's no, it. Let's, let's not that's sing it. that. So. Yeah, it was good. It was very good. All right, so top five again. Go through them one more time. 1993. If you graduated in '93, this was your top five Billboard songs. Go. Freak me by Silk. Yep. That's the way love goes. Janet Jackson. Can't help falling in love. UB40. Whoop! There it is. Tag team. And I will always love you, Whitney Houston. I believe we're probably. We're putting some people down memory lane. There, there. Some people might start checking Facebook looking for ex-girlfriends and boyfriends <laughs> or something like that. So something else we're going to do when we come back in just a minute. We're going to go through my songs real fast, and yep. then we're going to uh, then we'll circle back and we're going to ask each other a couple of questions yep. on, on on some other things. Because while those were the top five songs, that's that's nationwide. In no way, in right. no way were they uh, songs that I would have chosen. Freak Me was a favorite of the five, but again, not on my top five for right. the year. Right. So here we go. Number five, nineteen ninety six. Number five, ninety six. Ninety six. Ninety six. Uh, and again, I should have graduated in 97. I started uh, kindergarten early because my two cousins started. I should have graduated in class. Well, that's not – and I mean, again, you said you're from Franklin, Louisiana. That's not unusual. We mm-hmm. had a, several uh, kids in my class who were from Vidalia who graduated when they were 17 because yeah. it seems Louisiana does start a little bit earlier than Mississippi yeah. does. Yeah, we started kindergarten at four. So yeah. uh, start with that. Number five, always be my baby, Mariah Carey. Mm. Yeah. I like Mariah Carey, but that's not one of my, t- that's no. not one of her best songs. But is that's the number five, number four? Nobody knows Tony Rich Project. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. a good song. That was, that was a good. Song. I mean, another one of those that stays in your ear. Yeah, it does. It, it does. It was. Uh, it was R and B. Yeah, it was. It was R and B enough, pop enough, R and B enough to kind of just stay around. For a it long probably. Time. I mean, I don't know if you recently. It probably charted on both charts. I would yeah. say it would have yeah, stayed yeah. around for a long time. All right, here we go. Number three, because you love me, Celine Dion. Mm. That was big. Oh, man, I'm just not a Celine Dion fan. <laughs> well, just not a fan. It's crazy. Yeah, everybody I talked to would say I'm not a Celine Dion fan, but somehow she has. Oh no, no, no! She up. has a following, right. kind of like the Beehive or whatever they call it for Beyonce. She definitely has a following. Just wow, cannot. Mm. Man, how big was that Titanic song? Though? Oh, it, ginormous, but still, huge. again, <laughs> turn huge. it every time it comes exactly. on. <laughs> Number two, this was huge. This was huge. Mariah Carey and Boys to Men, One Sweet Day. Mm. That was big. Boys to Men. I had a couple of Boys to Men on the top 100 during my year, too. They were that, they had a good three- to five-year stretch right there. They were just absolutely oh, killing absolutely. it. absolutely. One sweet day, number two, Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. Quick story, picked our daughter up from soccer camp in Olive Branch yesterday. Winners are rolled down. We're waiting on her to finish, and someone is rocking as loud as they can in their car into the road. Oh. <laughs> Uh, graduation, my graduation go. song. Oh, there you go. But I'm just saying, <laughs> I mean, I, I was, yeah, I was, I was speaking, like, speaking of 93 graduation. I was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Somebody's jamming into the road. Hey, hey, look, maybe, they just they graduated last week, two weeks ago. I guess so. They're bringing it back 28 years later. I guess so. All right. So the number one song, 1996 graduation year, Derek, it absolutely took over the world. It took over the world. Everybody. Young, old, doesn't matter. Another earworm. You were song. doing this dance. Another earworm just stuck oh, in the head for years. The, um, 
Macarena. Oh, yeah. If you played the Macarena, well, if you played Whoop, there it is. We, we heard that yep. recently. And Macarena is done at every stadium, every ball yep. field, whatever. Macarena was the number one song. I'm not saying it's our number one. Nope. It was the number no, one song in 1996. So, recap. 1996, Always Be My Baby and Mariah Carey. Nobody knows the Tony – I say the Tony Rich Project. Because You Love, love Me – Celine Dion, One Sweet Day by Mariah Carey, Voice to Men, and number one, Macarena. So this was. Yeah, let me tell you how big Macarena is. Uh, Allie and I, of course, this is yesterday. We're toward the late afternoon. I was getting ready to make supper, uh, cook some burgers for uh, Memorial Day. 345. (laughs) Not the early bird special. Uh, And we were watching uh, Austin, the original Austin Powers. Mm -hmm. Original Austin Powers. And one of the things that Dr. Evil does is he does the Macarena trying to, you know, trying to. his son Scott, he was right. trying to you know get friendly with him, whatever, trying to make him like him, and so he, he breaks out the Macarena, and I was like, Allie, do you know that dance?" And she said, uh, "It's the Macarena." She knew. Like, she knows it again. Twenty years later, or twenty five years later, uh, even kids recognize what the Macarena is, which is that just tells you how long of staying power it has. Well, I mean, it's such an easy dance. I mean, so I mean, anybody can do it. It's very easy. Like I said, non coordinated people. My my sister in law Claudia could probably do the Macarena. <laughs> I said she may be the one person in the world that can't do the Macarena. So if she listens to this, which I know she does sometimes, uh, she she can uh, hear that. All right. So something you said we're gonna do. We're gonna do probably our. Top five like songs we enjoyed from our year. That's right. So you're what is what are the what are some give me five songs that you really enjoyed that are not necessarily top five but you really enjoyed from your graduation year. All right, so my I'll kind of scan this is again from the Billboard Top 100 for the entire year of 1993. We're trying to get the listeners to know us better. So these are the choices I would have. So if I'm looking back at that year, these are the songs I probably listened to the most. Whether if I had the cassette or whether or not I you know could find it on the radio whenever it came on, I would stop and listen to the whole thing. Uh, the first one was probably, uh, which came in number 11 that year, Matt, nothing but a G thing, Dr. Dre. Uh, was that a bit, I've never heard that song. Yeah. Never heard that, that song. Really? <laughs> Just a fantastic song. Of course, the you know, West coast rap, basically first year, 92, 93 was probably Shit, the first yeah. year they came out. Now we're not talking about MWA. I'm talking about when they went solo, you know, Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre hit the scene, you know, big time. And they, yeah. Dre was in NWA. He had a couple tracks there. He was mainly obviously produced all the beats for that, for that uh, album and for a couple albums after that. But this was, you know, kind of him going out on his own, a uh, huge, huge song in 93. I mean, still I'm, it's on my running playlist as I have right now. Right. Well, I mean the chronic, I mean that album is one of the best albums, rap albums yep. of all time. I mean, just, Hit play at the beginning, enjoy every song. Yeah, nothing but a G thing was was huge, tremendous. Huge. All right, number two, my, 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 I, you know, I tried to rank these best I could from how I remembered. I like these songs. Number two was was number ninety five for the year. Almost didn't make the top one hundred. Hey, jealousy by the Jim Blossoms. Okay. Love yeah. that song. Yeah. I mean, now Jim Bob, all the songs kind of sound the same, uh, but just Hey Jealousy, wonderful song. Loved it every time it came on. I, I could sing the words to you verbatim right now. Uh, great song. Number three was number 27 for the year. Again, another earworm song. And, you know, you may say this is kind of ridiculous, but I think because I've listened to it so much since then, it is, again, on one of my playlists that I work out to. I'm going to be 500 miles. Mm-hmm. I will walk 500 yeah, miles. Yeah. Yeah. The Proclaimers, great song. Again, kind of sticks with you. Just really love that song. It was a different song. It was just something that sounded different. I uh, love that song. <clears throat> I'm learning a lot about you. Yeah. Right here. I'm number 56, I get around Tupac. Okay. Yeah. I hate that song. Oh God! I hate I that song. I love that song. I am not a. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna get a text is this a on hot this. Take? I'm is this gonna, a hot this take? Hot take. This is a very hot take. I think Tupac is. He's he's an overrated rapper. Ooh. He's an overrated rapper. Matt, I like some of his songs, but he's overrated. Okay, that Matt Crane said that. That I was know, Matt, that's okay. Matthew Crane. He's overrated. He's overrated. <laughs> no, look, I love Tupac. Um, you know, this is not my favorite Tupac song, uh, but it was a song that I listened to. You know, that was probably one of the first ones that came out for him uh, as a solo artist and uh, just a great, great song. I love that one. Uh, then my last, I do have an honorable mention too, Matt. Number, uh, the last one I'm going to mention as number number five is number 45 for that year, Hip Hop Parade by Naughty by Nature. Huge. Uh, just a huge song, again, as of, you know, if you're an 18-year-old. It's year a dance old, song. It's what you can, anybody can do Oh, it. yeah. I mean, you know, like, and just, again, but 18 years old, you're screaming, you're getting fired up for stuff. Uh, again, Naughty by Nature, Hip Hop Parade. And Matt, I do have a, a, a honorable mention, number 52. Probably you're not going to say that you don't like this song either because you're not that crazy <laughs> about this artist, but I love this song, mainly the chorus, Seven by Prince and the New Generation. And I mean, just all seven, like when it kicks in, yeah. it's like, all right, I'll turn that up and listen to him. You know, especially when they, he goes acapella, yeah, sure. everything drops off and it's just him singing it. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's a very interesting list, Derek. Yeah, a, I told it's you. an interesting list. I, yeah, all I, over I, the board. I couldn't remember why we didn't work out together anymore. It's because of your music choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's because of your music choices. Hey, let me tell you real quick, before I go through my five that I kind of found on our list of 100 that were surprising that I really enjoyed. 
to tell you how big that song was, the number one song I gave you just a moment ago, the Macarena, yeah. has another version at number 98. What? So two versions of that oh, song God. were on the top 100 of that thing. So I mean, pretty, I mean you know, again, this was a huge song. Again, kids these age, you know, the what whatever the millennials, not even millennials, I don't know what my, <laughs> my kids are, the, the I generation, whatever they're called. I mean, they know what the dance is, but if I, if I heard that song right now, I would immediately turn it. Yeah. I mean, I just... What's well, amazing songs oh. nowadays? I mean, what do they do? They get famous on TikTok. Yes, that's yes. how they. Get oh yeah, well, it's so like TikTok picks them up. Yeah, at ten to fifteen second clips, and then the kids go find it. That's yeah, right. Well, Fleetwood Mac had yep. the, the hit with the guy on oh, the Doritos God, yeah. and or whatever. It's crazy, man. It's just how it came back. So again, we're going through the year we graduated. Derek was ninety three. I was ninety six. We did the top five, and now we're going to do some uh, maybe the top five songs. Derek, of songs I enjoyed that didn't make that top five or you know whatever. Uh, a little surprise on this one. Number ten in two in nineteen ninety six. Twisted by Keith Sweat. Mm. Really good song. Well, Keith Sweat. That was a really good Keith song. Sweat actually, did you know that Keith Sweat actually wrote the Freak Me song? That does not surprise he, he, me. He was co-writer for the Freak okay. Me song. Well, listen to, if you listen to enough <laughs> Keith Sweat music, that does not surprise yes. me at all. Number 11, talking about dances, talking about things like that, whoop, there it is, and so forth. Quad City DJs, come on, ride that train. Is it, was there a bigger song in 1996? Not 96. Uh, Ole Miss has adopted it at least yes. a couple times. At yes. least a couple times. I think we had the somewhere with the Cutcliffe era, there was a ride the train, and now, of course, we got the lane train going. So, yeah, it was a huge song. Huge. Huge yeah. song. I mean, it's a great song. Quad City DJs. Oh, and another one, arguably, see, follow me on this, arguably the best video okay. of my time. Okay. You may even know where I'm going. She shot it in a car. Mm. Alanis Morissette. Yes. Ironic. That was a huge song. Fantastic album. Great album. Hey, that the uh, producer of that album from Natchez, Mississippi. Oh, there you go. Can we get uh, another Ballard? Uh, last name is Ballard uh, from Natchez, Mississippi. Uh, just very talented, obviously. But that, I mean, that whole album again, kind of like that you said for Chronic. Just put it on play and just listen to it. Right. I mean, she gets really angry during that that album. Very oh, absolutely. Angry. She's an, she's an angry lady. Yeah. <laughs> Little surprising coming in at number seventy two but going to be one of the best dance songs of all time okay. in my generation and obviously yours. You were in college when I was in high school. Genuine. Pony. Number 72. Man, I have no comment for that song. <laughs> number seven. Let me say, that is, wow. That, that was, think yeah. about that. What, 72. 72. 72, yes. Seven, number 72. Uh, number I mean, 72 uh, for that year, yes. number one at all strip clubs oh, in America. Every, every, yes. Dance clubs, strip clubs. I mean, just. Fraternity houses. It, at, yes. It is un- unbelievable. Like, it is a it's it's a beat that every it's a beat that every person yes. knows. It's it's got that it's it's more of like a it's not it's not even a beat it's more of like a like a growl to it type yeah. thing. It is absolutely one of the biggest songs. If you play that anywhere right now, if you play that, people that are our age are gonna they love that song. That and and again, song. if if you're a, a teenager, you need to find that song, put it on your whatever playlist you want to put it on. You need to have that song on your repertoire. Just a, a fantastic song. Yeah. So, and then as we start to wrap up, two female songs are a little surprising here. Female songs, I'm surprised they're this low. Number 25 in 1996, Who Will Save Your Soul? I thought that would be really high. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then number 30, huge hit, One of Us, Joan Osborne. Oh, yeah. What if, you know, yeah. I mean, that was, I figured that'd be way, way higher than that. So, and then my last one that was very surprising to me, Derek, that I really listened to a whole lot, and that was surprising to me. I was so low that I th- it was one of my top probably 10 songs of the year. No Diggity by Black uh, Street. Okay. I will say, Matt, 96, and, uh, much better it? year than 93 <laughs> oh, yeah. for music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you give me No Diggity, and. Uh, you were jamming UB40, <laughs> and you just said that you some kind of some kind of Prince song you know, when you, he wasn't look, Prince. Tra- he was a symbol. I will trade you all 100 of my songs exactly. for No Diggity and for Pony. I, yeah. That's it right there. <laughs> Derek could work out, dance, everything to those two songs. That's good. But No Diggity was good because it had a video and it had little uh, yep. little little Penny with his little yeah. wooden hands. Little Penny. Little Penny <laughs> dancing around. That's uh, stuff. So, look, that's some some uh, a little insight into who Derek and I are. Class of 93, Class of 96. We, we enjoy music. Uh, always have. I've, I've, I've told you. We'll tell, I'll tell more stories uh, one day about being a uh, DJ in high school one day. So, uh, I knew all of these songs from 93, 96, all those songs. Uh, let's just say as a 17-year-old kid, I made a lot of money off the uh, Quad City DJs. Yeah. Uh, you know, because you can always go back to about every hour. You can just go back. back well, to I mean, it. it's all those songs from that time. You know, I don't know what you called it. Like, I guess that was kind of the original EDM, whatever it's called, where like right. yeah. all that kind yeah. of music. I mean, that that's where it started. It was just those beats and very simple beats, uh, repetitive words over and over and over again. But it's huge, absolutely huge hits. It's funny you mentioned that. Did the, the little beat sound right there? A song that I despise. Unbelievable. I hate that song. That you're unbelievable. I hate that song, Matt. I'm so sad right now. That 
when, when, that, that was, was okay, terrible. Back in the day, you know, we did not have walkout songs. There was no, no okay. there was no walkout songs. That would have easily been my walkout song. God, that I, lo- I, I would when I played baseball, I would have listened to that before I took the field. Oh. I, I had the single uh, for those of y'all. Waltman, the Waltman, everybody. The Waltman single. I would put it, listen to it. I mean, just kind of get you fired up. You know, I'm unbelievable. I'm about to take a baseball field or whatever. I would play it before I walked on the field. Let me tell you another song that really, really drove me crazy. I don't, do not like. Some people might be yelling at the, the, the radio, right? Informer. Okay, that was a bad song. That Informer uh, is Informer, a really, really 93, bad song. Uh, that yeah. was actually one of the ones I, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. That was one of the ones that I was like, you know, when I was scrolling down, I was like, uh, not no, but heck no. I'm not picking Informer. And I think it was actually pretty high. Trying to find it right now, cannot find it. But yeah, it was in '93. Just a bad, bad song. Bad, bad song. Derek, some of our listeners probably have turned this off by now. So yes, uh, you know, like Sam Lauderdale, if he's listening, he may have turned this off by now, or maybe texted his daughter and said, "Hey, you may want to listen to the second part of the show. Uh, more information, <laughs> more your age, and that type of stuff." But look, this is some of the fun stuff we're going to do over the summer uh, while while sports is not being played. Uh, before we get started interviewing coaches, interviewing uh, you know things coming up in the season, uh, the school year. This is you know, some of the fun stuff we're going to do. Kind of let people know. Uh, who Derek and I are, uh, kind of let us let, let let the listeners know. Uh, you know, we get some emails, get some questions. We're going to go through that sometime pretty soon. We're going to put all the questions that, that people have asked us on email or on Facebook and uh, and answer those right here on the air. But if you enjoy what you hear, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. Be sure and share our show. Share it on Facebook. Share it with friends. Share it on Hernando Happenings. We really appreciate. Uh, uh, you share in our show and also wherever you can hear our voice, wherever you listen to our podcast, Spotify, Apple music, Google podcasts, give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review that allows us and helps us. If you enjoy our show every Tuesday and Friday, be sure and look for OB pod. That's OB pod stands for Olive branch. They cover the Eastern side of the County center Hill, Olive branch, Lewisburg, OB Pod is going to be covering that. Derek, they had a really, really good show. Uh, just came out yesterday yep. uh, with the mayor candidates there in the city of Olive Branch. Uh, a question and answer from the listeners to the mayor candidates. It was really, really good. OB Pod. If you're interested in that episode, they dropped it yesterday. So go check it out. They did a really good, a neat way of doing the questions and doing the things a bit different than how we did it here, but still a really good show. Again, that's OB Pod, a brother podcast, part of the Rooster production team that Derek and I own. You know, what a lot of fun, a good time. Uh, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you to all the listeners for continuing to support us. We really, really appreciate that. Good luck tonight to the Hernando Alderman, South Haven Alderman, as they run through the city business. We really appreciate Derek kicking off the summer. It's been a good time. It's been a great time. Uh, just, again, an unofficial start to the summer. I think officially summer starts in about 20 days, but we're already kind of in there. Everybody's going full bore and uh, taking starting the vacations and stuff like that. Just going to be a great summer. and looking forward to, to the uh, doing the episodes on the show. Absolutely. I think a lot of times people are going to listen to us as they travel, travel down to the beach, travel to the baseball tournaments, softball tournaments, that type of stuff. We really appreciate you listening and sharing our show. Uh, definitely uh, glad to be a part of, of, of life here under the water tower. Well, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time. Under the Water Tower.